staring at me like that, dude. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jake. Whoa, you sound different. Did something happen? Yeah, I've just been a year in at this job. Changes you. (laughs) You're not kidding. It does. It does do that. I am Jeffrey. I feel like I've been... I'm. And I am the real Jake. Oh, I'm will sta- you please I'm stand st- up? I am standing. I'm standing. Okay, good, good, good. good. I don't check, 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 I'd check, be completely check, out of the check, shot check, if check, I was good. standing. Yeah, dude. Getting some video elements, game shows with effects of Hitler and Trump. Oh, man. Uh, damn. Getting banned on uh, yeah, TikTok. Yeah, I heard, I heard, that, I heard that the, the TikTok uh, flagged us for inappropriate Nazi comments. Inappropriate Nazi comments. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm qu- we were quoting the ex-president. <laughs> My bad. Not allowed. Not allowed. I I, I have uh, I don't know how this happened, but Instagram algorithms can uh, can go to straight hell. Um, I don't know how this has happened, but I am getting on a real feed, like the reels, and and like and you just are scrolling through reels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I on love Instagram. That. That's dude, how you get blasted by all the things I send you. I by get, the way. dude. I get. I am like caught in this vortex of I think Instagram thinks I'm like this the new wave Viking? of like Christo nationalists. Oh no, all the Viking shit has finally gone off. Oh my wow, feet. thank okay. God. But I am getting some of the most cringiest shit mm-hmm. tying Trump and Jesus together, like these conspiracy theories about Uh-oh. how like what you click on Jesus is like the like Jesus and Trump are like like working together or just like how to be a good christian yeah like oh my god dude like oh did you watch that twin flames documentary no twin flames what is twin flames okay twin flames is so out there is your soulmate or in other words your twin flame ah, and okay. they help you identify who your twin flame is mm. or help you pursue your twin flame oh, okay dude people are insane to just fall into these cults and these mm-hmm. at the end they put some statistics at the end. It's only like a three episode documentary, but they put statistics that like like cult activity or cultish activity mm-hmm. has skyrocketed since the pandemic. Uh yeah, I it's, online. I mean, sorry, online. Oh, I would imagine specifically. Oh, I'd imagine. Dude, these people are all looking for love. So there's this couple, this married couple, who promised to help you find your twin flame, and it was all—it's all been done through like YouTube videos and Facebook groups. Dude, I—I'm gonna spoil it because I know you're not gonna watch it, but ultimately, it's been years that mm-hmm. people have been in this group and they haven't found their twin flame. So they're starting to get a little bit of uh, uneasy. And start questioning the leaders. Oh, uh, you can't question the leaders. Oh, no, dude. The dude's that's a how dick. You, that's it's how insane. You, that's how you disappear in a cult. And they started kind of promoting this notion of like the, oh, God, what is it? The I can't remember the, the word that prefaces it. But like it's basically like you're only, anyone ever is only essentially feminine or masculine. You're either all divine feminine or divine masculine. Uh, this, oh, I can already see what this guy looks like. Oh, dude, he's a creep. He's a little weasel, dude. Anyways, so he tells all these people in these relationships that you're you're either divine masculine or divine feminine. Doesn't matter if you're in a, a same sex relationship. One of you is the divine masculine and the divine feminine, right? So mm. years pass and none of these couples are c- finding their twin flame 
So he says, you know what? Turns out your twin flames are in this group. And here's who your twin flame is. I saw who it was through this mantra I did. Dude, he starts linking up all these same-sex people who are not, who do not identify as homosexuals and says, this is your twin flame and you must be with them. And then he assigns one of them to be the divine masculine and encourages them to transition. Dude, it is wild. That's crazy. (laughs) And these people do it. They do it? They're doing it. Well, I mean, I guess if you can convince a dude to... I, like, dude, uh, it's wild. I don't like I don't like dick. Yes, you do. Okay. Yeah, dude. It's that easy. Yes, you, you sure about that? <laughs> like fist, hold up a fist. Oh God, I changed my mind, dude. And then they interview a bunch of parents who like have known their old child, their children, their whole lives, who are now transitioning because they were told to. That's wild. And like they, they they actually have like a, a all to save his ass because he was losing his he was losing his cult following, losing his income. Oh yeah, I bet. Oh, I can imagine he was making dude, his big bucks, hundreds of Pe- thousands dude, these, of dollars. These poor people, man. Like the people who fall in the cults, man. They're so de- like they're so desperate. Desperate. They're so desperate. And when you're selling love, like everybody wants to be loved. It's one thing if you're looking for answers mm-hmm. in a god, right? Yeah. And that is your cult. That I feel like that that seems so. Well, it's it's community. They're they're yes. searching for community. Oh yeah, religion is community. At the end of the day, yeah. like it's just a it's a group of people believing the same thing to form a community. Yeah, it's just that's what it is. It's all of all of that is just humans need to feel a part of something. It's wild, dude. It is. Why? How do we? What from what word transitioned us into that conversation? You said something. Anyways, weird. Weird documentary. Yeah, that sounds like a weird documentary. And Dimitri was telling me to watch it. He's like, "You gotta oh, watch course. Twin Flames." Of course, he loves all the documentaries, bet, dude. He probably is like the co-founder of this Look, organization. We have talked about it, him and I. Mm-hmm. And watching them do this simply on YouTube, I've said it a million times. If I was a bigger piece of shit, I'd be rich. But if I was a bigger piece of shit, I could definitely have a cult. Watching this dude manipulate these people, dude. Like, t- if if Trump wins re-election, why not just become pieces of shit? Yeah. Because at this point, it doesn't. At that point, it doesn't matter. What yeah. are, What are we holding on to? What norms? What uh, what yeah. principles? What guiding principles should we even give a shit about? None. Because apparently, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I was telling Jen last night, like coming here to record. I'm like, this is all evidence for when they start looking out for like anyone like speaking out against the regime. The vermin. Yeah, yeah dude, we're vermin. Yeah, we are done. <laughs> There are years, Our government jobs are probably gone. There's years of evidence, and we're gonna get hung or something. Uh, we're we're I mean we're the vermin that is gonna get rooted out of the out of government jobs. Yeah, what's so. the word? Um, oh god, I can't think of the word that's gonna happen. Uh, uh, purge, purge. There you go. Uh, See you know. Anyways, yeah, we're definitely getting purged. Anyway, so I've been watching. I watched that documentary. There was something else I was gonna tell. Oh, uh, uh, uh you see Twitter. I, I heard Elon Musk said something. Is, are you talking about what he said to his, uh, what what Elon Musk said to uh, advertisers, like yeah. go fuck themselves? Yeah. That's crazy. Good for him, dude. No, no, dude. I good, mean, but yes, good for him. Like, you want to run your business into the fucking ground? Do it, asshole. Yeah. Like, oh, he's doing it. <laughs> he's doing it. Hey, that is. Uh, you you want to say we're still a capitalist country? Right there. That is. Uh, point A, I, that is like exhibit A of we're still a capitalist country. Yeah. If you want to go buy, 
a billion multi-billion dollar organization and run that shit into the ground that is completely on you dude all the everyone is moving everyone who was operating on twitter has moved off disney all like the the media companies Mm -hmm. uh, that's what i follow right is some of the media news so my pillow guy's still on there yeah i'm sure well maybe yeah i mean I'm, now that he has it, right, mm-hmm. Elon. But uh, Warner Brothers, Disney, um, a- NBC, all those things, sure. they're all stopped, just completely stopped using Twitter. And now he's telling advertisers to go fuck themselves. So and it's not going to it's not gonna be around for... I mean, it's just going to become this cesspool of just bleh. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's Twitter, X, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's I used cra- to love Twitter, dude, dude. It's crazy. Like he he took test he he got the loan from the from investors and like investment banks to buy Twitter by putting up Tesla stock. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he doesn't really own the Tesla stock. Oh, I mean, it's like he basically bought Twitter with like a bunch other of I bunch of bunch of IOUs yeah. and moving other people's money around, dude. And then he doesn't then he doesn't pay taxes. He's like, well, I can't mm. pay. No, that's the thing. It's like he. He the stocks right the stocks aren't monetary like they have a monetary value but they're not liquid money right? right it's not so he's like oh I can't pay tax on on stocks that I haven't exchanged for money because that's fe- like that's not liquid like that's not liquid yeah. assets right so then yeah that's not and that's not necessarily income right that's just like a store of money somewhere so it's not taxable I want a store of money <laughs> so then he uh so then he uses so then he goes and he uses uh, Tesla stock to get as collateral to get the money mm-hmm. loaned to him to buy Twitter. And then, but he's still not. So you're telling me you, that's not tax. Like how is his Tesla stock not taxable? Like how does he not pay taxes? Oh. If he's using Tesla stock as collateral, you're telling me it's not real money. Mm-hmm. So therefore it's not taxable, but you're using it. Does he say to that? To get money. He's not. I mean, he or doesn't. Does the pay. IRS say that? I mean, that's he's he's wiggling through the IRS rules, oh. which means is that that's why that shit needs to be changed. But yeah. it never will be because those are massive loopholes that billionaires use to not pay taxes. You want to you want to know why we have such a big deficit and debt? Yeah, a lot of it is because we don't tax the motherfucker like the, we don't tax <sighs> the fuckers who are making the majority of the money who are using our federal like our federally paid for infrastructure to haul their products to house their products mm. to to transport their products to oh, the, pla- the places of sale you're pissing in my cereal right now dude it sucks that's dude. annoying it, it, it absolutely sucks like we we basically and then we and then their workers don't get paid uh don't get paid a living wage so then we subsidize them with food stamps mm. and you just see how uh, we've got we're basically a corporate corporatized corporate welfare state all mostly it was bad before trump got worse under trump because of new trump's new tax mm-hmm. like tax uh income lowered the corporate tax Trickle rate down so, then, economics, so now they pay even less and then now all of a sudden we're supposed to believe that all of this economic mess is biden's and then all of us are feeling the pinch while corporate like corporate revenue is has been increasing ever since that new tax. Yeah, it's like that Black Friday. You've seen all those ads over all those videos on yeah. all people putting sales, but they're really not sales. You mm-hmm. pull the sign away, and it's the same price. Yeah, dude, nobody's falling for that shit. 
No. So we and and I say that because you're talking about all this profiting that all of these organ uh, not organizations, mm-hmm. these corporations are yeah. getting, and everyone else is like, "Fuck you, dude! I'm not going to Black Friday." No, and they don't pay tax. And the thing is, like those big, those massive corporations don't pay taxes. Yeah. And then the argument is, well, they're hiring people. Okay, well, they're not hiring people for jobs that, and they're not, but they're hiring people and then not paying them. Yeah. Dude. I love this country. <laughs> this country is great, right? There is so much shit that is wrong with this country. Yeah. There is so much, like, there is so many, there's so many problematic just shit yeah. with our society, our culture, our government mm. that, that then leeches into the government, like, leeches into our government and how we're operating, like, how our government is currently operating. Yeah. And then you look at the structure of our government and there is so much reform needed, like, the elect. Reform in the Electoral College, reform in all the, like in Senate rules in terms of how bills get passed and budgetary items, stuff like that. Like there's so much need for reform. But at the end of the day, what's the alternative? Living under the whim of some dictator who mm, just like decides yeah. what he wants to do that day? Like, ah, I'm gonna make that law today because I feel like it. Yeah. I'm gonna make lead wiggle legal because Snoop Dogg called me genius. So legalizing weed because of that just think about like in any like trump like trump or any dictator they're so egotistical oh yeah so they just want praise and then they'll just just do whatever they want because like the thing that's with like Uh, any every other president right if there's a decision to be made yeah they have to be like i want this to be law so then they have to go because you know bills can't originate in the executive, executive branch. Office, yeah. So then they go, like you know, he goes to his party. He goes to the party leaders and in, in the House of Representatives and say, "Hey, this is this is something like I want a bill that that tackles this issue." Right. So then they they write up a bill and then it goes to committee and then the 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 two sides having it hammered out. If it gets to the floor, it goes to a vote and then goes to the Senate. And if there's any changes, it goes back to the House for a final vote and then it goes back to the president to be signed. There's a whole process to getting something to happen. Yes, it's slow. Yes, it sucks. <laughs> but what's the alternative? Just some the whim of just of yeah. whoever is in charge just deciding what Nobody they want. Nobody wants that. Nobody. Not any democrat not any republican nobody wants that nobody wants that you think you want it because you've got you like the guy yeah you like that dude and you can like him i'm not saying you're no, i mean you can't i think you're in it like, i think i think you're wrong for liking him but regardless wrong let's put that it let's put that let's put that aside right okay, you like his policies sure you, you okay. like you liked the policies like his his stance on immigration. You wanted sure. to close the border. You wanted yeah. to build the wall, right? That's all policy differences. That's insane, but it's <laughs> but it's whatever you want. Like you liked it, right? Yeah. There's nothing illegal or whatever about liking that kind of sure. stuff, right? Like you can say like that's that's this kind of stuff I want represented in my government. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's all done technically. You know that could all be done through process, right? What you can't, you can't as an American look at the illegal attempt to stay in power as negotiable. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that yeah. is that's not something you can cross and yeah. call yourself an American because at the mm. end of the day, what is American? Uh, rock flag and eagle. Is, <laughs> is it, <laughs> it? It's our. Is it? It's our system. Yeah. of government, and yes, our system is broken. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's worth saving. Yeah. And this election is determining whether that is the system is that, that our founders November? 
next November, oh. our founders yeah. put in place yeah. the same system that Trump just said in a court document, I didn't vow to defend the Constitution. He's not wrong. I mean, the presidential... Uh, the presidential oath literally says uh, to protect and defend the Constitution. There's three words that they did cite that he did say. Mm-hmm. Defend was not one of them. Mm. There was a there was a there semantics, motherfuckers. Yeah. Again, <laughs> that's what he's arguing because he's he has no legs to stand on. Yeah. He's, an well, idiot. he's, he's saying that the Fourteenth Amendment doesn't the Fourteenth Amendment Article Three of the Fourteenth Amendment doesn't apply to him. Yeah. Because uh, which would bar yes. him from running for office because he uh, was an elected official who um, aided or abetted or participated in an insurrection. Yeah. It was the, the 14th Amendment in that uh, the 14th that. Amendment in that section was put in specifically because of Confederates, ex-Confederates wanting to run for office. Mm. So it was barring the people who were already in office who then seceded from the union. Right. Um, it's it's a very specific subset, but those are the ones they really wanted to keep out of office. I mean, that's pretty wild that like that event, those events had them codify those rules of like, look, if you're going to fuck around, you don't get to play. Yeah. So he, he, so wow. article, article three specifically states someone who um, was, um, was uh, elected to protect it was it was elected to protect mm-hmm. right so it, I, the the wording is who uh, former officials who um, who swore to uh, protect the yeah. Constitution and he, he argued and it's true that the uh, the oath the presidential oath of office does not include the word like protect yeah that's what uh, or support on. no sorry support. It's support to support the Constitution support. yes that's true but it does say defend and uphold yeah and he wrongfully stated publicly trump that i didn't i didn't say to defend the constitution he was Uh, like wrong he miss he misspoke too but he didn't even remember what the fuck the word was the word was the the literal (laughs) oath that Uh, you took to uphold that constitution of the united states yeah and you can't even remember you can't even remember it i mean look dude if he if he gets elected we got a lot to talk about I, we'll live in, dude. Can you imagine? No, like, we live. We we would no longer live in a democratic state. I you couldn't. You couldn't really say that we would live. I think we live in a uh, semi-democratic state, okay. kind of like similar to Hungary. Right. I. You're talking about complete blurring of mm. the complete blurring of the of the of the branches of government. Yeah. And. It's There's, time. It's not. It's been like 200 years, dude. It's time. Reset. I mean, he's already put out. He's already put out exactly how he plans to pursue his agenda. Because mm-hmm. he he's already has the rope. He learned from his time in office how to get around it. Yeah. You just like let you just get out in front of the courts. You just start doing shit and you tell the courts, well, yeah, stop me. What is the expression? It, uh something and then ask for forgiveness uh it's better uh, to it's, ask for forgiveness than ask for permission or it's something. better to um yeah i guess yeah something along those lines like that's ask for forgiveness later yeah. yeah i mean the thing is is he's going to like by Just the time our, our court systems are so slow we're seeing that with his with his uh four f- uh felony cases he's got going right now oh super dragged out 
and he can just file motion after motion. He can, as president, you can just he could just go court shopping, find some federal judge to put a stay on a stop order. Um, like so, if one so say he wants to do his immigration ban, right? Mm. Let's just take that. That's something he's spoken about publicly. Right. He has said in a public statement, go look it up. Uh, he wants to um, stop immigration here unless um, you um, unless you support our religion. He's want, they want to do ideological. He said ideological screening of potential immigrants. What's our religion? Uh, I'm gonna guess he said. I'm gonna guess he meant Christianity. Okay. What like? But what we don't have. He didn't specify. Oh, because, they it, will. because it's all dog. It's all they dude, will. It's all dog whistle for keeping them out. Yeah. And that's what he wants. He wants. He doesn't want to allow. He doesn't want to allow. Muslims. He doesn't Sorry. want to allow anybody else. Sorry. Uh, so banning banning people and on then doing ideology an ideological screening mm-hmm. to make sure you like you don't hate America and this is what he says. How the fuck are you going to prove that, that? that you don't hate America and that you you are uh, you you are sympathetic or like prescribed to our religion? I forget the exact word that he used. Okay. Um. I I I'll I'll find the audio clip and we can put it sure in this. But it's insane. It's literally insane. It sounds like it. He sounds like a. He sounds like a fucking Nazi, um, talking about like, literally, just talking about people like that. It, it's insane. Uh, but um, I just I shouldn't have said Nazi. Cause I'm sure I just had people just turn me off. Anybody who was listening to me up at this point probably heard me and it was like, why turn me off? Hmm? Are, are you because saying, I, because, because I, that's, a, that's, a bo- that's, that's a bomb. Th- that's bomb throwing. I shouldn't yeah. have said. Th- I shouldn't have said that. Well. I mean, we did compare him to Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's aspects that are similar, right? But he's not a Nazi. Like a not Nazis were a specific party in space and time. He's not a Nazi. Sure. He is fascist. There you go. He he is he is fascist. He's not a Nazi. So I apologize for that. I'll rain yeah, that sorry, rain Trump. rain that back. I'll let him know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so he wants to do that, right? Yeah. But he's not so he goes ahead and does it. He just institutes that. Right. Well, federal judge. I mean, there's not really. He's he's outside of his outside of his bounds to do right. that. Um, but so a federal judge would issue a stop on that immediately. There would be there would be somebody would would file a motion somewhere to stop that. Yeah, a judge would put a stay on that executive order. Judge would then go find whatever court he wanted to. To Trump would Trump would yeah. then go and do that. Find a judge that would stay and delay it. Well, we're going to get it to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And then he's just going to go about and he, that's just how he's going to do everything. He's just going to literally bog it down, bog everything down in the courts, make and then just do everything until he gets told he can't. And by that time he gets told he can't, he's already done it. It's instituted. And what are you going to do? Stop it? Are we yeah. going to do stop me with what army? And then it's the corrupt state. Deep so state so we're not talking. Yeah, we're not talking about a complete collapse of democracy the instant he gets right. elected. But you're talking about a compl- in in terms of functional, in terms of the functional checks and balances, mm-hmm. it's it's over. Yeah, and it it'll it'll happen slowly over time, but and it's going to happen without you really noticing it. Yeah, uh, because people don't care and they don't know, right? Or they don't care to know. Um, you know, I get sent some of these videos sometimes of. Of, uh, what's it, what do they call him? Dark Joe. 
Uh, uh, Dark Brandon. Dark Brandon, that's right. Oh, Dark Brandon kind of saying some, you know, these super cuts of him just saying ridiculous things out of context. And you're like, you know, they're just trying to make him look bad, right? And I replied to somebody the other day and I said, you know what? I'll vote for his fucking corpse over Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny to me that age is like, so I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about just, how do you feel about Joe Biden? How do I feel about Joe Biden? Um, There are some things that I am. uh, I saw a comedian today perfectly describe this. Anyone who's like super into Joe Biden, I'm like, well, Pump the brakes, okay? He's not perfect. Let's kind of look objectively at the thing. Sure. But if my crazy ass religious uncle was like, fuck Joe Biden, I'm like, what the fuck did you just say about Joe Biden? <laughs> Instantly flip, right? And protecting Joe sure. Biden. Yeah. So that's how I feel about Joe Biden. Sure. Um, I think that, you know, I hate absolutism. I always have. Yeah. And if you're absolutely against Joe or you're absolutely for Joe, I'm going to tell you to stop and be pragmatic about it. Um, I There are things that I really disagree with some of his his things he's saying recently okay. regarding like, like proxy that. wars and proxy um conflicts okay like what um the the refusal of a ceasefire from israel okay sure all right but what do i appreciate about him the bar is low <laughs> and that's sad and i well, will say we're that because bi- we're in a binary system and the, the opposite choice is literally a dictator that's and i think yeah. that that's like do i appreciate his um acknowledgement of you know he's made all these promises and they always do right but um i appreciate his acknowledgement of the systems and appreciation for the institutions and the checks and balances his understanding that i can't just do this and i will not just do this because i will operate within the system that i am working in (laughs) that is like the lowest bar that's what i'm saying it's like that is an appreciation that you start gaining when you see someone obviously trying to exploit it manipulate Mm -hmm. it and destroy it yeah the only uh that's perfectly put jeff like because i think that puts i think it puts it in perspective how rare donald trump is yeah in american politics in terms of american Mm, president that's a great point in terms of american president that's on a historical perspective the only other the only other president the only other two presidents i think you could say uh really pushed the executive power to its limits Mm -hmm. to almost to the breaking point right to the extent that trump did yeah uh would be richard nixon and andrew jackson okay um and even them i would say that i don't think either of them did what did as much damage as trump did what about fdr there's a lot of argument about him pushing those during the um, pushing his his powers sh- during the yeah and and there were a lot of Congress did a lot of um, after FDR passed Congress got its shit together and <laughs> um, started passing a lot of checks yeah, on the federal right. on the on the presidential Executive branch yeah. yeah and I think those were necessary yeah. I, th- I think you put FDR in context right he takes. He takes, uh, and I'm not excusing it, but I think if you were to understand it, uh, I think putting it in context makes a lot of sense, right? So FDR, um, one, was a president for three and a half terms, which 
<laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, he he takes over in the middle of the the Great Depression of the world. Right. 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 The Dust Bowl, environmental catastrophe. Uh, people are literally dying in the streets from starvation. Starving, yeah. Yeah. Around the world, not just in the United States, but around the world. Fascism is on the rise in Europe. Right. Um, Yikes. The United States doesn't have a built-up military yeah. uh, in terms of trying to defend itself from a, from multiple growing superpowers. Um, and then World War II hits. You know, there. You could say uh, that he probably extended his uh, his presidential power, but then you could say, like in the context of it, was it at that time necessary? Right. Yeah. And then if you understand, Ooh, if, that's scary. And though. then if you understand what, when you understand what Lincoln did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lincoln ex- Lincoln pushed what was. I mean, Lincoln really push yeah, yeah yeah what was acceptable uh executive authority at mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. and there has been increases in executive power okay that's one of the federal i mean the federalist the federalist federalism the federalist society especially conservative real like article two judges um are the bill bars of the world right yeah, uh, yeah. they're very much in in terms of this it, in terms of uh, Article Two, it lays out the the presidency and the executive branch in the Constitution, and they um, they argue that you know that the president has a lot of really expand ex- implied. The Article Two gives the president a whole wide range of implied powers during times of crises. So you could say that there is a constitutional argument. To, in times of crises okay. that a president is going to get more leeway yeah. from Congress and stuff like that. But I would say that under no, I wouldn't say knowing FDR and knowing Abraham Lincoln, being able to look back at them historically in their presidencies, there wasn't a concerted power grab um, mm. to use that, that, that leeway of, ex, of expanded executive power yeah. to consolidate power around themselves. Yeah. It was, done and right this is gray area yeah because what is the difference between what is best for the country and what is best for the individual how yeah. how do you draw that line because mm-hmm. you could say what well, well trump was doing all of this stuff to better the country yeah 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 i mean there's a lot of Ooh, there's a lot of court document yeah. a lot of court documentation that proves says otherwise. otherwise that says yeah. otherwise <laughs> but it's, but but out of all of that right yeah. fdr died in office abraham lincoln died in office mm-hmm. so we don't know would they have tried to illegally hold on to power right if they had lost an election i wouldn't i no they would like i those two men yeah. at the end of the day truly believed in america they right. believed in democracy they believed in the constitution mm-hmm. even if at times they push the boundaries of their executive i know that there was pushback from congress and you know constitutional limitations on fdr that drove him insane mm-hmm. but i think at the end fdr thought and you know much more about fdr yeah. than i do but from my understanding is that fdr um like yeah he thought of himself really as like a chief executive yeah right yeah. He, he, he had he, the answers yeah he, he was, didn't need anybody he was ego- else he was egotistical yeah and those for sure. you have to be you have to be some level of egotistical to be president i was thinking about that today on you have to have self-confidence yeah. yeah you have to believe in yourself otherwise yeah. how are the hell are you going to do that yeah. job do you want somebody insecure in that job? <laughs> uh, his oh. name is Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, touche, touche. Yeah. Uh, and there were other, I, I think, really passive presidents in the past. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they've been lost to history. Mm-hmm. But uh, the really bad ones prop up when you get a guy who is an, like 
really insecure, but portrays narcissism mm-hmm. in the middle of a uh, when when you get a national crisis. Yeah, uh, James Buchanan right before the Civil War. Yeah, uh, Donald J. Trump at the beginning of COVID. Yeah, that's pandemic. when that's when they become historically bad presidents. Yeah. But I would say, so back to Nixon and Jackson. Sure. I think they're the two biggest contemporaries in terms of like how Jackson basically ignored Supreme, just completely ignored Supreme Court orders. Yeah. Right. I don't think I, to my knowledge, FDR and Lincoln never just ignored the Supreme Court. Yeah. Uh, Nixon legitimately tried to pressure the DOJ to mm-hmm. go after his political adversaries for political reasons. He He weaponized the institutions of the federal government to try to consolidate power so he could win re-election, right. right? I don't think... There's nothing that shows that Lincoln or FDR ever did something like that. Yeah. Those two guys... Well, okay, so... <laughs> Jackson left office. Right. Nixon was impeached, resigned from office, mm-hmm. and then Ford... When Ford lo- lo- lost the next... When Ford lost re-election... Mm-hmm step down peaceful transfer of power right there has always been a peaceful transfer of power right until 2020 right and that's gone he he <sighs> stole he stole that from us yeah so regardless of what you think about joe biden i'm not asking you to support his policies sure i'm not asking you to be fine with uh, student loan forgiveness i'm not asking you to be fine with uh supplying money to ukraine i'm not asking you to be fine with whatever it is that you don't like about Joe Biden's policies. But when you contrast it with the lunatic that is Donald J. Trump, the guy who did not, who lost an election and refused to leave. Yeah. How, how do you, how do you square, how do you square that? And we knew he was going to do it. He He, told us he was going to. Are you going to leave if you're not, if you're not reelected? He said, we'll see. We know what that means. And then in all of the memoirs that have come out recently, uh, Liz Cheney, uh, mm. Liz Cheney just released one, and there's multiple other ones. Uh, even Mike, even Mike Pence's book, detail it. Uh, multiple um, presidential uh, Jenna Ellis, who is uh, was one of his lawyers. Yes, Jenna, who is uh, who pleaded guilty in the Georgia Rico case. I saw that. Said in deposition, so under oath, two two Georgia state prosecutors yeah that trump she was in the room with uh mark meadows Mm -hmm. and other and they said the boss and she said we can't do this we lost we have to leave and they said the boss has no intention of leaving he didn't he wasn't going holy shit he wasn't going to (laughs) leave he wasn't going to leave he legitimately believes that he believes it's his. He believes so why our did go- he leave? He believes our government is his because he was out of options. Okay, was he? Functionally, he had nothing left. That's what I'm worried about, right? So he wasn't going to leave. So what ultimately? He tried. He sent his mob at Congress for sure. That was his last ditch effort when that failed to delay. So what his hope was mm-hmm. is to continue to delay. Like this is what he does in court. You just delay the process as long as possible. And then yeah. I think his in his weird, messed up brain, he somehow thought he could delay this to the point where we would all just forget that there was an election. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know what his and end game was. I don't know what his end game was yeah. because he lost 63 court 
like he had 63 chances in state court and federal court, state courts all around the country in different in different uh, counties, uh, state in different state, yeah. like different state courts saying like you're um, there was irregularities in your um, the way your state conducted uh, its elections. Uh, in federal court, saying that there were like they should in, they should intervene in states, um, like especially in Pennsylvania, he tried to go to the Supreme Court to say that Pennsylvania changing the rules this year to allowing mail-in ballots was was unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. They, that was against the Pennsylvania uh, state constitution, even though Pennsylvania had just passed a law like the year prior allowing it like all of this was there was frivolous frivolous yeah. lawsuit. And time after time, courts asked him, asked him and his lawyers. Proof. Pro- provide proof. Yep. He went through all of his legal challenges, and every single time he was turned away because they couldn't provide anything. And yet, and at that point, he turned to, I'm going to use fake electors. I'm going to, we're going to do this fake elector scheme. <laughs> because at that point, after all of the legal challenges were done, yeah. right? He had, he still had his, he had his good core of lawyers available to him. Um, and then after the, after, he was like, I'm still pressing this. All of those lawyers were like, we have told you, you have lost. Yeah. You explored, you legally, you did all of the legal avenues. You legally had the, the right to go out and challenge anything you wanted right. to challenge. And you failed time and time again. We're, it's over. Yeah. It's done. And he was told he was done. All of his lawyers, all of those top lawyers, all those top White House lawyers have all testified to the January 6th committee. And to Jack Smith, who was the special counsel, mm-hmm. who's the special counsel in charge of the January sixth, they have told him, "You are like we, you lost. There is nothing more to do." They all quit after that. Right. So then he was left with the Rudy Giuliani's, the John Eastman's, the uh, the the whack job lawyers, right, who were willing to continue to tell him that there was ways to stay in office. So then you then you go to Holy the fake electors, the fake elector scheme. Yeah. Which is because the way the Electoral College works, the states send electors um, to Congress to deliver the electoral votes to Congress, and then Congress certifies them. Right. His plan was his plan and his with his little minion team. They called them the uh, the what was it the, the the shock team or something like that. That's what they called themselves. Like these guys were fucking clowns, nerds, dude. <laughs> they were going to send. A whole, they're going to send an alternate slate of electors. So, right. So, uh, say, say take Georgia for example. Yeah. That's where he's in real trouble for this. Um, the, the, the state under, um, under the governor, the governor signs signs off the you know, how it goes through. Right. The the state, uh, this the the state election board, the secretary of state gathers up all the data, certifies it. He sends he then sends it to uh to the governor to then sign. So then uh, Governor Kemp signed it, sent sent off that signature. Uh, the nine Georgia election um, electors that were you know repre- that were chosen by the government to go and take those votes to Washington mm-hmm. were going to go off. They physically sent nine people? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck pays for that? Not the state. Oh, fucking, <laughs> I know who. I know what that means. <laughs> uh, so, and then at that point, so their, their plan was... They Can't get, they get a carrier pigeon or some dude, shit? Dude, their plan was to get nine <laughs> fake, fake people to get nine people to say they're the actual electors, and we're going to go to Congress with saying we're the actual electors, and our our votes are going to Trump All right. because there isn't there is no technically there is no uh, an elector can 
in a quasi-constitutional way, okay. cast their vote for whoever they want. Yeah. So they're going to go there, say, we're from Georgia, we're voting, we're casting our votes oh, for Trump. I did not realize the extent of this shit. <laughs> they were going to cast their votes for Trump. They had to get, the whole linchpin was getting Mike Pence on board. Mike Pence would be like, I'm rejecting these fraudulent, the fraudulent elect, the fraudulent electors. That were actually the electors. Because I don't think the Georgia, I think that there was fraud in the Georgia elections. I'm going to accept this alternate slate of electors and give those nine electoral votes to Donald Trump. They had fake elector scheme in Wisconsin, in Michigan, in Pennsylvania, in Arizona, in Nevada. They went to all of those different states, all those key battleground states with alternate electors. That was that's part of the the one of the charges in the January 6th yeah. committee is to um it was to defraud the United States. Okay, I that's was going to say defrauding that is, that is defrauding. Li- literally defrauding the United States. Yes. So then when that didn't that failed, Pence refused to do that. Yeah. He tried to then put print put pressure on pence to not certify the election right. and then pence said i can't do that yeah because what he wanted was to give time to prolong for so that he can make more calls to kemp in raffensperger in georgia or Ducey in arizona to take a look at the take a look at the take a look at your elections yeah just find me eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes yeah to give them time to reconsider their loyalty. That's what he was hoping. He was hoping somebody would flip. He was yeah. hoping that somebody else would flip. When that didn't happen, he goes and goes to the to he tells all of his people, "Come to come here. Come here. We got to fight like hell." Mm-hmm. Gets Julie, Rudy Giuliani up there. We got to have trial by combat. Mm-hmm. Gets his whole mob whipped up and sends them to the fucking Capitol. He goes to the White House and lets them ransack our fucking co- our, our fucking Capitol. Yeah. As the last ditch effort to stay in power, to delay the voting, the counting of the votes and the certification of Joe Biden as the rightfully elected president of the United States. Yeah. You've been thinking about this or what? I nonstop. <laughs> so all of that and all of that, yeah. that's just one charge. Right. Right. That's that is the January 6th, the federal indictment and then the or the Rico case. Yeah. I'm not even we haven't. I, I could go into length about the documents case in Florida. Yeah. We're not. We don't have time for that. Uh, ain't but, nobody got time for that. <laughs> the uh, so it, all of that, yeah. all of that, and you're telling me, right? You've got your reservations about Joe Biden. Yeah. I have my reservations for about sure. Joe Biden. Age is an issue. Yeah. Right. We're electing. An, we're talking about electing an 82 year old to the pre- to yeah. the toughest job in the country. Right. But when you compare it, when it's a binary choice. Yeah. Third part, dude. Don't third party. We we've talked ad nauseum about third parties. It's yeah. it's a waste of a vote. Any waste, any third party vote is Takes a vote for from, is a vote for yeah. Trump. Not voting is a vote for Trump. Yeah, it's Joe Biden or it's Donald Trump. And what I just laid out to you is the depths that he's willing to go to stay in office. Yeah. As dumb as some of it sounds, you are reelecting him with all of that known yeah. and saying that's I'm okay per- with it. That's permissible. Yeah, yeah. I'm not asking you to be okay with Joe Biden's policies. Yeah. But I am asking you to not end our democracy because you have some policy differences. Oh, okay. With Joe Biden. Yeah. I have policy differences with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I have policy differences with Nikki Haley. Mm-hmm. If Nikki Haley or even Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. God forbid. Chris Christie. Chris Christie, any of the any of the Republicans, right? Like yeah. any of those guys, 
I have policy differences with them. Sure. But if it was Joe Biden versus any other Republican not named Donald Trump, I would go to bed Tuesday night of the election next mm-hmm. November, and I would be totally fine. I, I would be at like... the outcome. At the outcome. Yeah. I would be like, you know what? I'm not happy Nikki Haley won the, won the presidency. Right. But in four years, we have an opportunity to flip it, and we yeah. can... Do we can continue this? And we have local elections. We can t- we can continue this. We can continue this battle. The game will continue. Yeah, the game will cease to end if Donald. It is no longer a game. Yeah, Demo- We talked about in the book "Democracy Dies." They talk about. Um, That's the, the name of it. I was trying to remember the other day. They, Thank they, you. They uh, they talk about democracy as a pickup game of basketball, and. There's a lot of stuff, that, a lot of give and takes, right? In in a pickup in pickup basketball, you don't call every foul because you're just you'd be stopping because one fouls are subjective. So if you're constantly the guy that nobody likes, the guy when you're playing pickup basketball who constantly calls fouls, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> nobody likes that guy. I don't know anyone like that. So, <laughs> um, uh. so you you just you you play on for the sake of the game, right? You get fouled. You you just take it, and because unless it's egregious, you're gonna spoil the game yeah. if you call everything. You just you holy shit. There's there is this there is this okay. right, but none of those are hard and fast rules, right? Yeah. Someone can call every foul, and we, sure. all of us have to live with it. Yeah, but then that person is dictating the game. They're taking over the game. They've taken the fun out of it. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, someone gets mad and they take the ball home. The game ends. Yeah, no one's playing the game. The game ends when I, I don't know if it's a perfect analogy, but I think it's a pretty good analogy. Yeah. The game the game will cease to the game will cease to end. The game will cease will cease the moment Donald Trump takes office because I don't I don't know if he would ever leave. Yeah. I don't know if he would I don't know if he would ever leave or he would set it up so that his lackeys, his children would continue to get reelected. Because and that's why I asked, like, what was it do you think that ultimately pushed him to just go, okay, I'm out? Because if it happens again, I don't know if those 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 things will be there to get him out or if those things will um, uh, force him out. No, those, gu- those guardrails, those bulwarks, yeah. they're gone. Yeah. I, I, he's the man's a the, the man's a lunatic. Yeah, he's an, he's a sociopath. He doesn't he doesn't know government. He doesn't care about government. No, he, he doesn't does not care give about a shit. He doesn't care about this country. No. Like I, there's a part of me like working for the federal government. Like yeah. I am proud to work for the United States of America. There is something there is something innately prideful about that. You want to hear a funny story real quick? What's that? I, did I tell you about the annoying guy at at the birthday party? No. And I asked him, and he asked me if uh, I worked bro- for the feds. Uh, uh, the birthday party you're at this No, weekend? my guitar player's oh, birthday party. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Did I tell you about no, this? No, you didn't know Okay. That. He's being annoying. He's trolling. He, and, like, to the point where, like, he was being deadpan serious the whole time, just boom. And, like, I know he's not being serious, but he was saying ridiculous things. Things he believed in. Things he, he lived and did in his life. And the whole time, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit. But a bit that never stopped. That guy sounds excruciating. It was unbearable. This wasn't your guitar player. This no, was a friend it was of a your... friend of his okay. that he worked with. And the whole time, me and my singer and other guitar player are just like, this guy is unreal. Like, he is not breaking. And I've had a few drinks. 
I'm annoyed. And I just said, hey, can I ask you a question? And he goes, sure. And I go, what's your mother's maiden name and your father's first and last? And he goes, the fuck? What, do you work for the feds or something? And I go, actually, I do. <laughs> and then my singer goes, he does. And he's like, what the? F- for the first time, I broke him. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to say, I work for the feds, and I don't care that I didn't I specify what branch. He didn't need to know. Mm-hmm. But I got to say it, and I got to use it. And he was like, genuinely like, what the fuck? And then my, I told my guitar player later, he's like, dude, that's a very specific question that you asked him. And I go, that's why I asked him those questions. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, be, no, no, that's good. I, I just... Um, proud to work I, for him. I, I'm just proud. I mean, I'm proud to work for the federal government. Yeah. And uh, I'm proud to work for the United States. Like, I look at our flag with pride. Yeah. With all of the understanding that there's a shit ton that needs to be fixed. Yeah. And um, I, I... If... We s- What's the pride? Are you proud that you feel like you're contributing to that? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I I, th- I think when I look at when I look at this country in the context of the world. Yeah. The context of his of, of this space of this space and time. Yeah. And I look at um the United States in the context of history. Yeah. And you realize how effing rare this is. Yeah. People like human society. It took human society up until 1776. Yeah, really, 1783, when we won the revolution, to install a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Mm-hmm. That was a novel concept. You need that tattoo until back. 1783. Yeah, self-government is not something that was was seen mm, as a mm, as mm. a as a as a, as an executable of like an execute right. like kings ex- and queens ex- and like bringing up those radical ideas challenging the belief yeah. in the sovereignty of kings yeah that got you killed yeah yeah people fought revolutions people died for the ability to just have checks and balances right to have a system of government that is responsive mm-hmm. that is that is in some way gives agency to the individual mm-hmm. When you vote, your vote matters. Right. And really matters. Right. Russia has voting. But does anybody in Russia or anybody outside of Russia really think their vote matters? Yeah. Ooh, it doesn't. Yeah. So democracy is not just in in on paper. It doesn't just exist on paper. It exists in our minds. Right. It exists in the belief that when we... That under the rule of law, rule of law is probably just as is probably just as rare and probably just as fragile mm-hmm. as demo- as this idea of democracy because they go hand in hand. Without the idea that everybody is held accountable regardless of their stat their status, their wealth, everything, every the rule applies equally. Now, in function, does it work out like that? No. But the idea of it, the idea that it exists and it's important and it should be upheld right. and made better and trying to make better, right? right. Pro- progress. Yeah. Those things only exist in the minds, uh, in the in the minds. It can exist on paper, but in order for it to be acted out and for it to actually exist, it has to be practiced mm-hmm. and it has to be maintained. Mm. Okay. And I, when you elect somebody like Donald Trump, you're basically saying. I'm willing to forego all of the things that make America America 
America is not just its flag. You can't or just the land. You can't just look at the ground you're 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 standing on. It's just ground. It's just dirt. Yeah. That dirt has been there long before America was ever conceptualized. Right. That flag is just colors in in a couple star patterns. Right. That doesn't mean anything on its on its own. Right. None, none of it matters. Like the cosmos, it's 13.6 billion years old. This country is 200 years old. It means nothing right. in space and time. But yet, we have created a system where these things do matter. Mm. And these things, you can see them living yeah. all around us. Yeah. But that only happens if we, the people, we, the Americans, continue to uphold those principles. Yeah. And just throwing it all out because I have a few dis- I have a few policy differences with Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I can't. I just don't it, under. I don't understand how people, logically thinking people, can square it. I don't think that they did. I think we can look at 2020 and see that a logic or maybe pragmatism kind of won over barely, but did. I think that. I hope, and I don't think I hope that the the loonies. Have that number has shrunk to just a, a an insane group of just hardcore Trumpies, right? And I hope that those numbers that showed up to say, you know what? Yes, I I am a Republican. I have been a lifelong Republican forever. But there are things that are more important than policy. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. Look, if. Everybody who voted yeah. in 2020 voted again, but Joe Biden would win. I'm not saying that I'm worried about people who voted for Joe Biden in 2020 going and voted for Trump in 2024. Sure, sure. Like, I'd if there if there are if if there are people out there who would, it is <laughs> minuscule, yeah. right? Like, yeah, you yeah. could probably fit him in a room. Yeah, this room. <laughs> probably this is a small <laughs> room. Uh, it's cozy in here. What I'm worried about is apathy. Yeah, me too. And I'm worried about people coming. who are just disinterested. Yeah. And they're like, well, Joe Biden didn't get this one thing done. Yeah. So therefore, What's the point? none of it matters. Yeah. I'm just going to vote for RFK. I'm just going to vote for Colonel Kanye. West or Kanye. Or I'm going to write somebody. <laughs> I'm going to write in Snoopy. I, yeah. Whatever. Snoopy. <laughs> And I think I think you hit something with apathy. I think that's what it's going to be that costs. That's how Hillary. I mean, that's how Hillary Clinton lost. Oh, for sure. It was Hillary Clinton. 2016 was the lowest vote, like the lowest voter turnout. Yeah. In like 40 years. Yeah. Wow. And she still won the popular vote. Yeah. But we had record number voters. I imagine, you know. That has to be, that is. His people are going to show up. That is a result of Donald Trump. That is a result of his people saying, we need to make sure he stays. But also the counter saying, fuck that. <laughs> now, if those apathetic people, you know, we didn't get Biden to blah, 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 blah. No, but you know what you did do? It was prevent that psychopath to get four more years. And if you get apath- apathetic now, it won't. It will. Be, it will have been for nothing. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like in 2020, you're talking about. Still, you're talking about the differences in policy. Mm-hmm. For sure. At the at the at the base level, you're talking about differences in policy. Yes. Yes. 
Because January 6th. He hadn't. January yes. 6th is the Rubicon. Great point. Great point. It's policy until that. And if you're a conservative, you you that's that's got to be it for you, that's right? Like point. I I that's never I would never have voted going back to 2016. I still everything he has said, his persona, his policies, everything. I I couldn't I could never. Yeah. I could never vote for him. Yeah. But there is a even if but if you can, my point it being is that if you if that is you, but you're an American. You you can't. You yeah. just you can't. Yeah. You can't vote for him. Mm-hmm. But they will. Okay. Okay. But I, I might. I might. How much time do we have? Uh, I want to. I want to get to something. So okay. if you have yeah, a closing no, thought, let's hear it. No, that's it. That was it. I, uh, I think that we really need to hit hard, and I think you will continue to hear us hit hard on apathy and trying to. Um, I don't know. Encourage others to to vote. You know, I've, I've said this a million times. I said it last time. Uh, this was pre-January 6th, I'm sure. But, you know, if every single American that was eligible voted and Biden lost, mm-hmm. I'd feel I'd feel better because at least there was 100% turnout. That's never going to happen, but we need more <laughs> turnout because the popular vote will. I mean, we have seen that they've won, but it won't. It doesn't hasn't mattered. But I don't know. He's gross. He's fucking disgusting person. And hopefully that's enough to kind of push people. Do you have Spotify? I do. Did you get your summary? <laughs> I did. Can but I? It's interesting you brought it up. Why? Well, because uh, we... Uh, do you share? We sh- no, I'm not sharing. Because okay. my... Um, Wait, you're not sharing what you have? I'll share it here. Okay. I'm not going to post it on social Why? media. Why? Because it's not indicative of my of me. Did, you, did I send you that video? Of somebody uh, doctoring? Photoshopping it? That's ridiculous. Photoshop. Just like, just like what you like. Be proud of what you like. I mean, so you did you share yours? No. Your wife did. She shared her Apple one. Are you sure? Yeah. With all the kids' music and stuff. Yeah. Oh. She has. She pays because this is how inefficient my household is. <laughs> okay. Um. We. St- I swear. We. Because we dated forever, right before sure. we got married. Uh. We still, in still a lot of ways, we act like a non-married couple. Right. She has Apple Music and I have Spotify. Okay. So I'm proud of you. Yeah. Uh, so do you have? Did you look at your list? Yeah. You don't have to include the kid music, but I want to know what's there. That that isn't kid music. Okay. You so, go. You go first. So let's say your number one is Blink 182, and it's your not. number two. I'm, I'm okay. That's okay. fine, Jacob. That's fine. I wish it was. And then say your number two is uh, Silly Songs. Yeah. We'll, we'll skip silly songs and just whatever's after that that is something you listen to we'll count that as number sure. two okay okay uh i don't know if i have songs or maybe i do have songs um my album of the year can you guess oh it's gonna be more uh one more time it was one yeah. more time by blink 182 um my dude i sent this to my band and i said this may come as a shock but these are my top five artists of 2023 damn okay blink 182 Blink, okay. The used. I yeah, I mean that's Reliant K. <laughs> okay. Motion City Soundtrack. Okay. MXPX. That's not a shock at all. I know. If that's you the would point. ask if you would ask me to say what are your top five bands, those are the five I don't know if I would have gotten that order. Yeah. But I would have gotten the five. Oh yeah. Yeah. I that... probably would have put MXPX above Motion City. Yeah, I would listen to a lot of Motion City this year. Yeah. Only because yeah. I mean you went and saw them in concert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh 
I mean, I don't know what any of these songs are. I think they're kids' songs. So I will just say, out of the top five, I don't know what these songs are. But top two, I do know, was One More Time in Edging were my top songs of the year. And uh, for context, One More Time came out like two months ago. Yeah. So you've been hammering that. Yeah, I've been listening to Blink a little bit. Yeah. What's your your, uh, What is your favorite song? Favorite song from that album? Uh, Anthem 3. Or Turpentine. Uh, Turpentine is ballsy. Now that I'm writing music again, Mm -hmm. it's ballsy because the bridge is so vastly different. Marks. Yes. From the rest of it. It completely changes. Mm -hmm. Completely changes the song. And as someone who's like trying to write music that people enjoy that I enjoy, I heard that and I go, oh, that is ball. Because when you're writing a song, you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, we got to come up with a bridge here. Okay, maybe we try this. And it stays within the the boundaries of the song. That does not. And I was like, that is impressive, and I like that. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, Anthem Part 3. It's so good. Is very good. It's so good. Very, very good. What's your favorite song? Uh, it's, um, it's, uh, Don't um, say ter- it. it's Terrified. Oh, okay. If you would have said Blink Way. It, no, no, no. I like, bl- I like Blink Way. <laughs> I like, I like Blink Way. I know you do. It's like fifth favorite song. Of the oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, they have a lot of. Uh, the only song I think the only the only song I don't like yeah. is uh, "Fell in Love." That's probably the only one I skip. Yeah, I think Although that's it's, the it is, weakest It's song. like one more time is a non-skip album for me, except for that one yeah, song. Yeah, I'll listen to it. Bad news isn't. I don't really like bad news, and I don't really like uh, childhood. Man, man. Oh, childhood's good. You like, I like how it you just like, chills you like chi- out. You like childhood? So, or that, the uh, album. Yeah, I don't really like it. I don't like the... I don't like bad, the bad oh, I hate that. Bad news. That yeah. sounds really... That sounds so plus 44. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that as soon as you started that sentence. So, my okay. top five artists. Yes. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift is number one. Are you listening to Taylor Swift? We have both... Uh, Kylie has access to my Spotify. Okay, but are you listening to Taylor Swift? I listen to Taylor Swift when I'm in the car kylie will, kylie only listens to taylor swift only only listens to taylor swift i only nope let's it's leave pretty it much there. only <laughs> it's pretty much only and anytime we're going in the car it's taylor swift that is um wild. half the time we're trying to get the kids down it's taylor swift the number one song yeah. on my is all too well sad girl autumn edition which is from Taylor's version of uh, of um, didn't that just come out? It just came out. Yeah, yeah, and it's a t- it's the ten minute version. Okay. Mm, yeah, heard that one a lot. The whole ten minutes. Champagne problems is number two. Are these all Taylor Swift? That's ones? that's Taylor Swift. Number three is Edging. Okay. Finally, I get a Blink song. We'll count that as your number one. And my one. favorite song of all time, After Midnight by Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, what's next? Uh, and then uh, and then rounding out the top five. Wait, is After Midnight. After midnight, yeah, from uh, okay. neighborhoods, and then August, which is um, from folklore, which is her like indie. Who? Taylor's, Taylor Swift's. Are you listening to that sad emo boy music still? No, that. Oh, okay. I don't even. I honestly, I don't even think I played him this year. Oh wow, Joshua Hislop. Yeah. No, no that's that. that I'm proud that, of you, that's, dude. That's out. Um. So. But my top five artists: Taylor, yeah. Taylor Swift, um, Blink One Eighty Two, yes, super silly songs, yes, super simple songs. Uh, Tim McGraw because Kylie, and then uh, I was shocked yeah. at number five. I have no idea how they snuck in. Yellow card. Oh, 
does she listen to Yellow Card? No, I listen to a lot of Yellow Card. Okay, new stuff or old stuff? Uh, kind of their middle stuff. Oh. I like their 2009 um, uh, Lights and Sounds album. I don't think I've ever listened to that album. Or is it Paper? It's like Paper Towns or yep. Paper Cities or something nope. like that. Yeah. Nope. Lights and Sounds. It's good? Yeah. Okay, I'll check Fight, it out. Fighting from that album is really good. Fighting, okay. You know what I've been listening to a lot of? Hmm. Okay, do I, did I tell you about Drumeo? Drumeo. Yeah, it's a YouTube channel. It's oh, fun, dude. Uh, that's where uh, they get drummers to come in and play like different stuff blind, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Chad Smith, mm-hmm. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. He came in and did Thirty Seconds to Mars, and fucking crushed. And that was it. The, he did the kill, right? Yes. Yeah. Wait, right? Yeah, he killed it. Killed it. Pun intended. But he also did a separate video of oh my god let me find the song was it chad smith yes okay so he was like uh you know when they're in there they'll have them sometimes do um their own like songs that they've done so he went through a few songs of red hot chili peppers and played that what is the name of the song dude i'm sorry i'm gonna find it here i know the artist um so he did like a red hot chili pepper song heart break my heart okay and um he also, this was kind of fun. He played to Dua Lipa's "Break My Heart." Oh, and the reason why is because apparently when she was in the studio with the producer and they were finishing up, like the song was done, mm-hmm. but they were like, "He's buddies with the producer." He's like, "Dude, we were just talking. We would love to have some live drums on here. Would you like to play it?" So he plays on Drumio along to his drum track of Dua Lipa's "Break My Heart." Damn. That song is a banger, dude. I like I like Dooley Dude, I do too. What is happening to me? I feel like I'm like getting poisoned from Look, the, I from I the think ears. music I think music went through a really bad spot between like two thousand ten and like two thousand twenty. I think I, I think I absolutely agree. I think that decade was trash music. Yeah. It was really bad. It's rough. I think music is starting to have a little bit of a renaissance. Okay. I don't know how good of one. Yeah. Uh, but I think there's definitely a lot. Country aside, country is just flat garbage again. Yeah. But I think pop, rock, yeah, rap. Mm. Uh, rap's kind of rough, dude. I'm not a rap fan, yeah. but like the I do, mumble rap shit. The mumble rap bad. is bad, but yeah. I, I think like Post Malone is doing a lot of good stuff. Okay, um, he's I think, singing a lot too, though. Yeah, yeah. I think there's there's cool. I think there is. I th- what I like about music today yeah. is that the accessibility, like the the gatekeepers, aren't as um, pre- prevalent. Yeah. So because of uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, absolutely. Like I think you can have. I think people are having access to mm-hmm. musicians and bands that they would have never have had access to. That's a good point. They would have never had their stuff listened to because of gate because of the I, gatekeeping. I hope so, dude. And <laughs> and I think that uh, people finding that kind of stuff has really. Uh, loosened up the genres yeah. a bit and um to where they don't have to be as prescribed as yeah. they used to be like you have to fit in this box you have to mm-hmm. fit in this box and i think what it's done is it's taken away that really glitzy uh produced sound mm. the creeds yeah <laughs> that you will yeah the creeds the nickelbacks that yeah. kind of stuff and getting you more and getting more i think authentic songs i think a real Real songwriters are getting their stuff listened to. Real yeah. actual singer songwriters who are telling a story mm-hmm. that are that's relatable. Yeah, like I miss song. I miss storytelling mm. and real emotion in music. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. When I saw my top five, it bummed me out. 
Just because you're not listening to anything new? I'm fucking not listening to anything new, dude. It's sad. I need to. There's some good my music horizons. out there. Like, uh, what was that one that uh, Knuckle Punk that you sent? Uh, not, Knuckle Puck, yeah. Uh, what is the name of it? I can't remember the name of the song off the top of my head, but there's a song on Copacetic album that is so good. And I'm just there's a couple like, of good songs in that yeah, album. I, I listened to the whole album yeah. uh, before going on leave, and listened. It was good. I mean, I just love pop punk. Like I hated that era, 2010 and forward. Mm-hmm. My guitar player loves it. He loves that era. Ugh. And I'm like, dude, that era of pop punk is not good, dude. And he's like, it's the best. He's got tattoos like of bands, logos, and stuff on his legs. Like he loves some bands yeah, from t- that era. Hey, man. I mean, no, no. But like state champs and all them. The, they're a little more newer, like not at, towards the tail end of that decade. Mm-hmm. And I like state champs a lot, dude. I like state champs a lot. So I'm just trying to, I want to explore some new mm-hmm. artists. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe if you're listening now and you have some artists of good music, and I will be the judge of that, yeah. and I'll put you on blast. If yeah, it's not. I mean, yeah, neck, neck deep. Neck deep, yeah. Aren't they from, aren't they Welsh or something? I think so. Yeah. The singer looks very. Uh, what does that mean? The lead singer looks very Welsh. Oh, okay. <laughs> just like blonde and very pale. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you have suggestions for music for me to try out, uh, I mean, obviously know that I love pop punk and punk and pop and obviously Dua Lipa now, apparently, but maybe I should expand my horizons a little bit and see what else is out there. Dua Lipa. Yeah, dude. Watch that Drumio video. All right. You won't, but it's awesome. I'll check it out. It's awesome, dude. Hey, um, I'm obsessed with drumming. What is what, if there was one movie you could have me watch, what would it be? Don't ask me that like that. I don't have you seen The Departed? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh we're watching all these movies that we I just watched um for the first time. It better be Lincoln. It was not Lincoln. <laughs> That's on my list. I every time I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it. And then I start it, I'm like, this is fuck too heavy, dude. I can't start this right now. It is heavy. I know. Uh The Shining. Oh. I'd never seen it. And Alex is a huge horror buff she loves horror films and she was like you haven't seen the shining and i was like no and she's like we're watching that so we watched it last week and um it was actually better than i was expecting um i was expecting cheesy ass corny you know stephen king film but Mm. it kind of reminded me how much i do like stephen king's storytelling and it's a little weird and you're like you know what the shining is is not what you expect it to be and i kind of like that um it's really psychological right yeah yeah, I I've enjoyed ne- I've it. I've never seen it. I enjoyed it. I've read the only Stephen King book I've ever read was it, but I've seen like a ton of his like film adaptations. Mm. Um, so if I were to have you watch any, I'd have to think on that one. Okay, come back um, with it next week. Okay, why? I don't know because I'm gonna tell you to watch. I'm gonna tell you one movie that I want you to watch. Do you know it right now? Yeah, Lincoln. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come up with a different one because you're not gonna watch it. I'll watch it, dude. As long as it, I, I almost watched that Gettysburg one like six times too. Really? Yeah. I, I it's come up it. and I'm like, should I watch? Nah, fuck it. I'm gonna watch. I got the box, I'm gonna watch I've Big got Brother. The box set behind you of the VHS and it's all commemorative. That's for the film. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Uh, I'll think of a film. I'll all think right. of a film. Okay. Um, also, if you could think of an album. To Give listen, me an album. To listen to? Yeah. Okay. Give me an album. I don't care if it's fucking country, old country. I don't care if you think Jeff's going to fucking hate this. I'll give you an old country. I'll, okay. Yeah. Right, I'll think of one. I like old country. Old because country of the storytelling. Good. Yeah, it's storytelling. Kylie and I just talked about this. Yeah. I like it. Like what's missing from country these days is story, literally storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Well, Taylor's supposed to tell stories. All right. Bye. I would have stayed at home because I was doing better alone. But when you said hello.